It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Birch stamps the right foot, takes the snap, he's back. He's looking. He is going deep down the far sideline. It is caught. Devontae Smith inside the 30. Hurts to Devontae Smith. A gorgeous throw and a great catch by Devontae Smith. Yes, it was a great catch. Welcome back to Sports Radio 94 WIP. It is the Chickies and Pete's Players Lounge. We're Chickies and Pete's in South Philly. Yeah, and our beloved birds are 13 and 1 right now. Mm. My co-host Elliot Shore Parks in the what building. Up? He has thawed out from yesterday's frigid conditions. Can't yes. wait to get his um his personal experience yesterday out there in the windy city. Listen, I've had to play up there in Chicago. I played a night game in Chicago, uh, like eight o'clock at night, a Sunday night, when I was with the Atlanta Falcons, and I'm not exaggerating. At least 90% of the team didn't want to go out there and play. Dude, I didn't even want to go out there, and I was in the press box. Like, but I will say I wasn't a part of that 90%. I was a part of the 10% that was ready to play. You were ready to play. You had your neck roll ready? <laughs> you, you were good to go? A little Ike juice? I was ready to go for that yeah, game. You but, you know, playing in a dome down in Atlanta. Those you don't got to tell me, man. That's yes. why all, all stadiums should be domes. That's why. It was a culture shock for him yesterday. So, all right, before we make the weather yeah. a huge story, let me take a deep breath. Because my damn life flashed before my eyes today when I seen, first of all, the spread for this game this weekend. It went from Dallas favored by a point and a half to, what, three points yep. to four and a half to five points. In the span of like a half hour. That worried me to death. Yeah. And then Jalen Hurts, his MVP odds started to change. And that's when our show, it was uh, Jack Fritz, our producer, who had tweeted it out. But it wasn't until I saw his tweet that it started to dawn on me. I'm like, hold on, something's not right. 
Like, Vegas usually knows what the hell's going on with and, these sports teams. And they always know first, too. They always That's know first. That's how they first. get the lines, yeah. So I wasn't sure exactly what was going on, but then we started to play detective, how you know we do. Yep. And so we started going back and wondering, okay, what could it be? It must be Jalen. And how is he injured? How serious is the injury? So before I get into the game, man, they won the game yesterday. That's that's minute right now. They won that game. Jalen Hurts, 17 runs. Mm-hmm. I don't think they were all designed runs for him. Yeah, fewer kneel downs. Some are RPOs where he has right. that option. Yeah. So you got some stuff mixed in there. But he winds up getting banged up. Sounds like a sprained shoulder. Yeah. I'm not going to sound the alarms. I'm not overreacting to this. It's not a season-ending injury. It doesn't require surgery. There was no break uh, in any bones. As far as we we know, there was no severe structural damage. So this may take a week or two for him to get back, and, and they have put themselves in a position that they can afford to not have him out there playing compromised. This isn't like 2017 when Carson went down right. with a torn ACL. We all know what that was like. But just your thoughts on yeah. where Jalen is at right now. Well, it's funny how the, the, the roller coaster of the day, I mean, midday, because you saw Jalen take that hit yesterday. Uh, the Bears lineman landed right on him, all his full weight, put his shoulder fully into the ground. Uh, he had x-rays after the game, and he told the, the Fox reporter, uh, I forget who it was. but Pam Oliver. Pam Oliver, yeah, that – she asked how his shoulder was. He's like, oh, I don't know. We'll see. So throughout the day, I'm thinking this might be a Carson situation where he is out potentially in the playoffs. And then when you find out it's a shoulder sprain, it's only a week or two, I think just coming off of that, you, you, you view that yeah. as great news because the alternative news. was so much, so much worse. And I'm not here to sound the alarm either because this team has earned the right to have 13 wins and to be in the position they are in. They only need to win one more game to have two home playoff games before Arizona. As great as Jalen has been, I think this roster is so good that who knows what could happen, if, if, even if it was Minshew in those games, right? Yep, yep. But I also think that part of me needs to be honest and say, whenever your quarterback, the NFL MVP, has an injury to his throwing shoulder right before the playoffs, it's not ideal, right? I mean, he's been a special player this year. The passing game has been special. I think you saw even yesterday how much he brings to this team. He didn't have a, a passing touchdown, but he ran three touchdowns in, right? Mm-hmm. You think about the Colts game, what he did in that game, the Arizona game. So many games this year that at some points looked like losses, he turned into wins. You can go all the way back to Detroit. So I think this team is capable of winning without him because the roster is so good and the coaching is good. But I think Jalen is what makes them makes him special because he's been a special player this year. So the concern I would have is if he misses time or if he comes back not 100% or if he comes back rusty against a hot team in the playoffs, it's just not, a, not an issue they had to worry about before that now is there. And so it, it's concerning to me. Yeah, that would be the only thing that would concern me is the rust factor. Because here's the thing. I, I think they win either this week or next week regardless. I think this team is good enough. I think they're going to beat Dallas. Yeah, with, yeah. with Gardner Minshew, I would not be surprised if they beat Dallas Saturday. I'm completely yeah. with you on that. We all know backups win in this city. We've seen it. Well, so. and there's enough talent here for the exactly, backup yeah. to win. The ba- this backup, is he has enough starts. I don't know if they could go win with Nate Sutfield. Yeah, as or Ian Book. You don't want yeah, exactly. to. So yeah, exactly. So Gardner Minshew has enough starts under his belt. He's had success in his league. Uh, I would not be surprised 
if they win this weekend. And then you're basically shutting Jalen down for the rest of the season. Because once – I mean, not the rest of the regular season. Right, the re- until the game matters. Yeah, yeah once yeah. you wrap up the number one seed, it would be malpractice to put your starting quarterback back out there. To put any of when, them back out there. Well, it, especially the starting quarterback. Yeah, 100%. Yes. Yeah. I mean, some of these guys have to play. But he does not have to play, and you're right. I certainly wouldn't be playing any of my major players uh, for a significant time. But that's going to be tricky for the Eagles because here's the rust factor. Jalen has at least an injury as an excuse. You just sit completely healthy guys for two weeks, and then you have a bye week. Yeah. You can't be surprised that they're rusty come a playoff game. Well, look, 2017. The closest game yes. they came to losing. I was mean, I know the game? Super Bowl no, you're was close, right. but, no, but you're right. that Falcons game was the one where they, they played below expectation. Yes. At least in the Super Bowl, they played amazing. At least the offense yeah, played great. Yeah, and the Patriots great. Yes. Played, played great too as well. So, yeah, no, I mean, there's certainly that to consider. I will say this is maybe a time where the fact that you look at how they do training camp, how they practice throughout the week, maybe they're used to kind of not you know being full go and then having to be all of a sudden because how, how they do hold their training camp. But the other thing, and I, I want to pick your brain on this. So, assuming Jalen's back for the first playoff game, because I think he will be, his running has been such a big part of this offense this year. We can debate long-term, if, you know, all those things. There's no question that for the Eagles to win the Super Bowl, Jalen needs to play has, as he has been playing so far this year because he's lethal against the opposing defense. Yes. Is there any concern you would have that after this shoulder injury, they don't call as many designed runs. He, you know, he's not as good on those sneaks because, look, he's a human. I know he's almost more like a robot the way he is mentally. He's so locked in. But it's only natural if you have a shoulder injury and you're running, maybe that impacts you. Is there any concern you think that this is something that could put him at less than 100% going into that yes. playoff game? Yes. And so that would be my concern because the runs are an important part of the offense. I agree. It really it helps Miles. It helps the offense move. He creates. So – that has to be the hope. I think he'll be fine throwing it when he comes back. My concern is, is he the same runner he was for those three games? Because that's all it's about now. It's about the two playoff games and the Super Bowl. That's it. That's what the season's about. So you just need him to be Jalen for those three games. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I completely agree with you, and that's where the rest may be able to help him out. Elliot Shore Parks hanging out with me here in the Players' Lounge as we do every week as my co-host. I, I failed to mention when we first came on, we do have the star of the Players' Lounge tonight in the house. Eagles star left tackle Jordan Mailata is in the house tonight. We'll get him coming up. Now, there is no truth to the rumor that he's going to sing a ballad here tonight, but <laughs> I'm just saying, I saw video of him uh, over the weekend. He was at the Christmas party, I believe it was Friday. He was doing what he typically does. He was getting his Don Ho on. I mean, yeah, tore, tore it down at the Christmas party. Yeah, he did tore it. Yeah. He, he, he tore it down at the Christmas party. So, Elliot, you got some quick thoughts before we wrap up uh, this first segment. We'll go to break, and we'll come back and bring Jordan. <laughs> bring Jordan. Thoughts Jordan. on the game? Hold on, Jordan. You ready to come in and jump in, big fella? G'day, g'day, g'day. There he is. <laughs> there he is. Eagles left tackle Jordan Mailata, everybody. Well, Jordan. Well, we'll get this part of the uh, of, of the players' lounge out of the way. Yesterday, big win, man. Um, wasn't the prettiest for everybody looking, but it was a win, and that's all that really matters. Just your thoughts on getting the victory, another hard-fought win. You guys are still the only team in the NFL this year that's undefeated on the road. Still undefeated on the road. 
That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. I and only one loss at home. You know, it's not. Yeah, that, that, <laughs> yes. hurts. that hurts. <laughs> that hurts. That hurts. So, uh, so does it, does it ever get as cold as it was yesterday in Australia? Oh, no way. No way. <laughs> I, like, this weather here in Philly is, like, too cold for Australia. Oh, the weather here yeah. in Philly is. Yeah, so we don't we don't get that kind of weather back home. Although okay. when we when, when, when we landed weather. today, it almost felt like we were in a tropical environment <laughs> after how cold it was yeah, in Chicago. That, that's why I'm in a shirt. Yeah, today. exactly. You got shorts. I feel like on. it's summer out here. Yeah, after, after the Chicago, Chicago weather, was. It, it was so, no good. So what is it? So what's the coldest it does get down in Australia? <sighs> Shoot, I don't I don't know. I have does no it ever idea. Does it snow? Does it ever snow? It depends on like we have like mountain ranges okay it's, it's snows so around it's there. rare yes yeah, it's, it's, it's just gotta know where to go i guess <laughs> <laughs> if you're looking for snow in a tropical very tropical climate country uh you got problems well, well, well here's the <laughs> me problem. and ike showing off our geography well, no, skills i right was just getting ready to say yeah. that jordan yeah here's the problem my, my michigan state education man mm. geography wise <laughs> sometimes i don't know exactly where every continent country and everything else yeah. is located at <laughs> On this, on this third rock. You got to go to Stoutland University to get that <laughs> exactly. uh, geography lesson. Oh, come on now. This is common sense. So Australia <laughs> is a tropical place. There you go. Well, listen, see, this is the type of thing you get on the players' lounge. Exactly. You, you get educated as well. Mm. Some of us haven't been out of this region, Jordan. So, okay. yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> I'm sure you thought the enough. first question was going to be whether or not it snows in Australia, considering all the uh, news of the, the day. The news is going on. Yeah. Actually, actually Al Santa doesn't wear uh, the suit. He just wears uh, board shorts and a surfboard. There you go. There's there no Rudolph. There it's Rudolph the Red-Nosed Surfboard. <laughs> that's, all, that's all we know. Is that the, like next, that. Uh, cri- the song for the next Christmas album? Oh, no. <laughs> no, it's <thinking laughs> Absolutely not. Yeah. So, and, and when you look at yesterday's game, right, um, it seemed like you guys got off to a little bit of a slow start. And I said this about the game against Chicago. That defense, they get a chance to go against Justin Fields every day. So he and Jalen have similar traits uh, and some of the things they may run on the offense. So I'm looking at Chicago's defense, and I wasn't as surprised that they at least had some success against you guys only because I think – when you have to basically defend a quarterback like Jalen Hurts and you have a guy that you see every day in practice, it kind of gives you a little bit of a, uh, a leg up on your competition. Yeah, I see, I see Tell your me point. if I'm different. Dan. No, no, I see your point. I see your point. But, uh, you know, they're very similar in uh, skills and attributes. You know, if you were to create a Madden player, it'd be pretty even. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Justin Fields is a hell of a player, and you heard you know, pretty much everybody saying that yesterday and uh that, that dude is extremely talented and, and gifted man he can see things that uh i mean houdini he's a magician man I, yeah. i've never stuff i was watching you know yesterday on the sideline i was like that this is insane dude, it's insane was, it's really insane the, the, the stuff one he's run he had out. was was ridiculous where you just right along the sideline there and uh thankfully stepped out of bounds so it didn't go down as a touchdown but um talking you know we, we were joking about the cold but it was kind of no laughing matter at the beginning. Jalen <laughs> talked about how it impacted his start. His hands took a while to warm up. Uh, from your perspective, I mean, you're obviously hitting somebody every play. Did it take you a while to, to get in, or how did you deal with the cold at the start of that game? Um, oh, it de- definitely played a factor. Um, I definitely understand what he means by his hands were frozen because yeah. uh, when we went out there for the warm-ups, yeah, even though you, you wear gloves, yeah. I don't tape my fingers. So that's probably like even worse as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you, every time you hit make you hit the bag or you hit somebody's pads, it just stings. It just it, it just yeah. stings. But then you get into the game, and then the adrenaline takes over. Then knowing your assignment, knowing the play, knowing the cadence, uh, that those things kind of paramount 
are the first things that you're you're thinking of, and not your not your fingers. Not, not the cold for or for alignment at least. You know, just because probably take just because a you, you got to one protect the QB, two create gaps in the run game. Right. And so you know th- those are the things that are going on in my head. Um, and yeah, hey, shout out to Harold Carmichael who told me to uh, Vaseline up. Yes, game. gave yeah. me a tip on, uh, on on Friday. Is that yeah. the, that's how you beat yeah, the cold? Gave me the tip, and I was like, yeah. okay, yeah, all right. Oh yeah, we did. Pulse. That was that was Pulse. one. Of, <laughs> <laughs> did you just say Paul's? Oh, maybe. No, I like maybe. that guy. That <laughs> maybe a little, little, little bit of slang here. Oh, Welcome to the players' no, lounge. No, I'm yeah. with you now. I feel I feel complete. Yeah, I was gonna now, say yes. that's Ike's go-to joke. <laughs> yeah, yes, so now you're officially yeah, a, I, I feel a complete member. now. All right, we'll take a quick break with Eagles left tackle Jordan Mylotta here at Chickies and Pete's. In South Philly, we got Elliot Shore Parks here. I'm Mike Reese. It is the Chickies and Pleats Players Lounge right here on 94 WIP. That was yours. I didn't hand Hertz takes the snap. Here comes the rush. Hertz is going deep for A.J. Brown, who has it all the way down inside the 30, the 20, the 15, the 10, the 5. Down to the 1 goes A.J. Brown. The ball is down on contact. Welcome back to Sports Radio 94 WIP. It is the Chickies and Peace Players Lounge. How about Jalen Hurts? I mean, Jalen Hurts. How about A.J. Brown, man? A.J. Brown, he got close to getting in that end zone yesterday, but he just couldn't get in there. He's got caught from behind a few times this year. I, I mean, I would have called him slow. I just, I mean, uh, how many odds he had? I'm oh, no, it was a buck 80 yesterday. Yeah. yeah. Hold on, Jordan. I didn't give you the customary uh, introduction. Oh, yeah. When we do win a ball, when we win a ball game, right, 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 right. Victory! <laughs> Woo! Some WrestleMania thing. That's yeah. a WrestleMania entrance right there. Well, some people actually pay money to hear that, so he's got to do it twice, twice a day too, because he does it at two so, o'clock so, now. You got a cameo for that? You know no, they don't actually pay me money. They pay Pete. <laughs> they pay Pete money when they come in here and order stuff. You got to right. make cameo good. That'd be good. All yeah. right, so we got the victory yesterday. You guys get to 13-1, uh, and one, uh, tie for the best start in Eagles history, right, 13-1. and one. Um, Obviously, news broke today. I just want to get your thoughts. I'm noticing you got your, your quarterback, your brother's jersey on. To me, that sort of symbolizes solidarity there that you're, you're in there, showing some sort of support for him. Uh, just your thoughts. First of all, I love the story you told yesterday about when you went to pick him up off the ground. <laughs> so, so tell us again re- real quick what that was like after what now has seemingly – that was the hit that sort of led to yeah. him, uh, spraining sprain, his shoulder. shoulder. Yeah, sprained shoulder. Um, I mean, you know, you, you play the game and, you, and we're executing what, you know, what, we're, what we've called and – you see, you get hit, and then you get back up. Hit, get back up. He's one tough uh, SOB. I won't swear. I'm not working on my swearing, so yeah, especially um, on the air. He, he's one. Uh, he's one tough SOB, and um, yeah, that one hit. You know, I'm looking over because you know I like, I like to go up and pick up my teammates. Just sure. Like, something that you know I take pride in, and um, I'm standing there looking at him, and I'm like ten yards away, and I'm like, All right, he's gonna get up, and he didn't get up. And I was like, oh, I'm going to run over. And then, yeah, basically I'm like, I, like, I could tell he was, he, was, uh, he was hurting. And I was like, hey, stay down. And I was there with Miles and, and I think Grant Calcaterra. Yep, Calcaterra. Yeah. yeah. And we were telling him, stay down, stay down. He said, pick me up. He said, pick me up. And I said, yes, sir. <laughs> Picked him up. 
Went straight back to the huddle. Called the next player. I said, man, that's one tough SOB, man. Yeah. It's one toughest. So I'm wondering, and listen, you guys are there to protect them. You're as offensive line. You guys are, are constantly in communication. Was there anything after that that you may have thought that he was out there laboring a little bit, or did he just go back to right. just being Jalen and yeah, just playing just his game? He just picked up right where he left off. Yeah. Just dusted it off. Kept playing. Um, the making, a whole making, quarter making too, those right? ridiculous yeah. throws that he was you know, dimes, man. Dude was dropping dimes. Yeah. I think the throw to A.J. Brown was after that, wasn't it? Yeah. The one down the sideline, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so what, one thing with Jalen, I mean, you mentioned uh, – I've never seen a quarterback. Now, he does do a good job of avoiding big hits, I will mm-hmm. say, compared to, to other running quarterbacks. But I notice he'll get – when he does take a big hit, he takes it second and he pops right back up. And so yesterday when he laid down, it, it did seem like, you know, maybe something was going on. But one thing media and fans always kind of debate is, all right, you know, you love to see him run and he's so explosive and he's so, uh, you know, harmful to the defense with that. But then you also see him take those hits. As his offensive lineman – what do you think when you see him take off? Are you just watching him to see what he's going to do, or is there always a part of you that in your back of your mind is like, all right, go down, go down, go down? Um, being a part of the offensive line and watching a QB, you know, he's a dual threat QB, yeah. and that's why we've designed these plays um, you know, for him and his reads. And so you, tr- you have trust in him because we, we practice this every, every day, every week. And so we got get to game day. You just you know he's going to execute, and you don't really you never really know the outcome of that play until it happens, and then you just like you know, you're kind of like see, I almost swore. You kind of just like ah, oh. right <laughs> until he's back you know in mean? the it's huddle. Like, oh, damn it. And then he's, yeah. and he just gets up, mm. just comes back to the huddle, calls the next play. I'm like, man, he's, he's tough. Yeah, one tough cookie. Well, especially in that cold yesterday too. Yeah, I mean, getting hit, you know. Probably no fun as we talked about earlier, but did you notice? I, I mentioned earlier about Chicago's defense having the benefit of going up against a guy like Justin Fields, mm. sort of in practice, seeing that seeing that type of an offense. So they may have a little bit of a better idea how you want to defend it, almost like Baltimore. Like when you get these quarterbacks that can beat you with their legs as well as their arms, those defenses at some point have to face. A quarterback like that and I, I think I think it benefits them to be able to do that I'm just wondering from your perspective being out there was there anything that Chicago's defense was doing yesterday that you thought you know they they may have given you a little bit of trouble or or not or you guys felt like you were prepared for everything that Chicago was doing uh, we were prepared uh, but there was a couple couple things they were doing uh, Moving the D line. I was going to say, I did see a lot first of down, stunts. Bringing the free safety in the first down, first three drives. Like, we weren't expecting that. Um, so the second half, we, we went in the locker room, did our adjustments, um, and you know, kind of was picking up the blitz. Um, and I think that's why Jalen was able to you know, have a great second half and then carry us back to victory, <laughs> as you would say. Yes. How about the touchdown on the quarterback draw? That, what, yeah, that, that was pretty sweet and right there. The 22-yarder. He, he, yeah. he checked that. Okay, so he that was that, that was a play yeah, he checked yeah, to. Yeah, everyone's like, oh, it's the sign. Nah, he, I mean, usually when you see the safety down there, like uh, you have the linebacker, there was five on the line, and then you yeah. have the safety, a six-man box. Kind of like, ah, uh, you know, and he, he was like, nah. He checked it, and, dude, Kelsey, so, Kelsey had an amazing block on that. So how alert do you guys have to be? For you got you guys got to listen for that stuff, right? You have one call play, and Jalen decides he sees something else, so he's changing the play. You guys have to be prepared for that. Yeah, I mean, obviously the way uh, 
Coach Stout coaches us of knowing the, the scheme and the guess, guess the play and knowing the technique to execute that play. Um, kind of just like being being a smart footballer, you know, he wants us to have high football IQ. And so just to help out QB whenever we can, whenever he is changing plays and, and calling audibles and, and whatnot. So, you know, it's, it's helpful when all five guys on the O-line are on the same page with the QB and then the QB echoes it out to the wide receivers and the running back and everyone's on the same page. You have all 11 guys executing the check. Well, I think that's something, too, that I don't know how much uh, attention you pay to it, but there's a lot of debate about is he the MVP and, you know, is it the offense or the scheme or are you guys propping him up? One thing I think people don't see enough of, at least if you're not watching closely, is how often he audibles at the line to put you guys in a great spot. Like you mentioned yesterday, I feel like three or four of Devontae's biggest plays this year have been plays where, where Jalen has audibled to it at the line. Now that you guys are in your second year together, obviously with the same coaching staff, how much more has he been doing that? I mean, it does seem like it's quite frequent where he sees something and, you know, he's able to get you guys in a better look. Yeah, he, he definitely does. Like he, his football IQ has, like, tremendously grown. And mm-hmm. it's not an exaggeration when we say he's the, literally the, like, you know, first one in there, last one to leave. He literally is that dude. Yeah. Like, he sits there, watches film. He'll go to Stout's office, watch film with him. Running backs office, watch film. QB office, watch film. <laughs> yeah, he just he's just watching film. He, he just he understands the role that he plays in this team. Such a pivotal role that he embraces the process. And sounds very very re- repetitive. No, it's, but it's it's what we all bought into. Works, yeah. so, and it's what's yeah. working. So. Yeah, that, that's just kudos to Jalen because he studies his ass off. Oh, part of my language. <laughs> no, well, that, that, that one's okay. You're okay yeah. with that one. But it is. We it do does. have seven words we don't want you to say. Oh, yeah. my great. That's but, not but that's okay. I'm going to need the list. I'm going to need the list next next show. It is, it is always interesting to me, though. You mentioned, you know, being repetitive. But you guys are always so on message, right? Like, I'll talk to one player, and he'll say one thing, and then you'll hear the coach echo the same thing, or Jalen echo it, or the receiver. It seems like Nick and Jalen, as leaders, and you guys have a lot of leaders, obviously, Kelsey, Lane, you, you know, you're a leader in your own right as well. Like, it seems like you're all very on message with what, what the goal is and kind of what you want to be as a team. Absolutely. Uh, it all starts with the, with the head coach, with Sirianni, and, and the system that he's put into place with building a culture. That's, that's where it started. He wanted, to, he wanted us to build relationships off the field um, so we can you know, transfer it on the field and yeah. plant the seeds and water, water the seeds and let it sprout. Yeah. Yeah. How think, about that flower power? I think yeah? you guys have lost. How about that like, yeah. flower power for you? It's good flower huh? power. I think yeah. you've lost sorry. like three games sorry. since that quote too. Sorry, so sorry, I sorry. Think it, uh, it's, uh, yeah. Hey, we bought into that. When yeah. he told us that, we, we all bought in. We said, yeah, we got you back. Did that kind of make you guys rally around him a little bit too, the way he was, let's be honest, like nationally kind of mocked. He was being mocked. 100%. Yeah. 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 100%, man. It's our head coach. Yeah. He's getting nationally mocked. Like, all right, we're going to show you. Mm-hmm. I even said then that I understood what he was saying. It's just that in Philadelphia, they don't want to hear that when we're what two and five at that time, right. I believe it was. So, <laughs> but but I always felt that the most important thing was the players. Yeah, well, bought in. That that was always the most important. And that thing, was the, the players. The silliest part of the whole thing was like, well, you can't use an analogy about flowers for football players. It's like chill. Nick knows how to relate <laughs> to his locker room. Like this idea that he can't use that just because they play football. Right. I thought it was like just so silly that whole debate at the time. Well, first and and listen, we have a sensitive side to us. We all bring. Well, most of us bring flowers home. Yeah. <laughs> you say maybe everybody I mean Christmas is coming up too, you know. Yeah. Christmas is coming up. Yeah. Mm. So when when you guys are out there like yesterday, right? We thought 
coming off of the Giants game, it may be a heavy run game. But the one thing you all have, as an offense have shown is that you can't predict what you're going to do. We Meaning we can't predict what you guys are going to do each week mm-hmm. because it may be a week to throw the ball or it may be a week to run the ball. Was that the game plan yesterday was to go out there and take advantage of some matchups possibly in the passing game? Um, honestly, I have no idea. That's uh, that's uh, the play calling is out of my control. Right. Um, Why so, the game plan? Yeah. Well, well, when we install the game plan, it's it's a mix of both. You know, we want to we want to make sure that we have the runs to check to, uh, passes to check to, play action screens and all that, all that fun stuff. Um, but when you know, we we never know what the plan is going to be till we get to the game, and we see how they're playing the first drive, second drive, see how they're going third drive. Okay. Great. Then they, you know, then then the coaches can coach and, makes sense, yeah. and do the things, you know, and, and like we've said all year, you know, we, we always find ways to win, and that's just one of the, I guess, aspects of football is the unpredictability of a game, and that's why they always, and this is what I learned playing, you know, here in the, for the last four years, um, any given Sunday, I mean, you look at this, yeah, you look at the the scores this Sunday, the games. I yeah. mean, holy cow! Yeah. The Chiefs yeah. almost lost to the Texans. But that's Obviously, what, we saw happen to Dallas. But that's yeah. what I mean. Like, it's right. just like it's any given Sunday. It's whoever shows up that Sunday. So, it, regardless of the record, and that might sound you know a bit corny to say, but it's true. And that's one thing that I've learned playing here for the last four years in the NFL is that any given Sunday is a, is probably the most, I, I guess, I don't want to say pinnacle, but it's like it's like. Yeah, it it's pretty sums it sums up the NFL any given Sunday. Yeah, it's whoever cli- shows up, cliche for a reason, right? Yes. Like yeah. very cliche. Yes, very cliche. Yeah, and it's also one of the worst acting roles Al Pacino has ever portrayed <laughs> as a head coach. But I actually like the movie. <laughs> you bad boy. It's not a bad movie, okay? No, that's especially when you don't know the sport and you're yeah. watching this movie. Oh, that's how you learned. Yeah. I love the movie. I just think Al Pacino. I just can't picture him as a head coach. <laughs> no, but everything else was cool about the movie. Fight for yeah. that inch. <laughs> exactly. All right, we'll take a quick break. We got oh, one shit. final segment coming up. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys this week. Yeah, the Dallas Cowboys this week. With an opportunity to go down to Dallas and get the number one seed and a bye week. We'll talk to Jordan about that when we come back on the other side. L.A. Shore Parks, Ikeries. It's the Chicken and Peace Players Lounge in South Philly. And guess what? It's only the number one sports bar in North America. There we go, right here on 94 WIP. Welcome back to Sports Radio 94 WIP. <laughs> wow, listen to that voice, man. Listen to that voice. Literally got your music on the radio. Man, it's crazy. It is the Players' Lounge. We're at Chickies and Pete's. And that voice you hear is the great Jordan Mylotta. Oh, I don't know about great. <laughs> man. Not yet, at least. Well, I was speaking about your singing. Have any of those songs been on the radio? Do you, you hear it all? Or? I don't listen to the radio. Okay, uh, fair enough. 
So let me ask you this, man. It's obviously a talent that you have. And I'm just wondering, does it ever get not necessarily boring? Because that's not the word I'm looking for. Is tiresome the word I'm looking for? Yeah, maybe. In other words, <laughs> yeah, in other He's words. He's like either one could really right, apply. Right, you know what I'm yeah. saying? In other words, when people constantly want you to sing, serenade them, that sort of thing. I mean, listen, you got a beautiful voice, brother. And <laughs> so you, you think all these women showed up in here tonight for no reason? They didn't show up in yeah, here. They showed up for BJ. Yeah. Man. Yeah, they, they showed show up for up BJ. Elliot tonight. Yeah, yeah, definitely didn't show up for me. You I can know, tell you that much. Yeah. That's the first thing my wife said to you. She, she talked about how, how – Beautiful your voice was. It's the first time I think I've seen it here, too. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We've had a lot of players here. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think she's been back to the Players' Lounge since the uh, Super Bowl year. Mm. Well, that's a good sign, too. There we go. Mm. Last time they won the Super Bowl. Yes, I think think that was it. So, But, no, in in all seriousness, um, I just wonder whether or not is it a talent that you've sort of embraced and, and you're okay with it? You don't want it to overshadow what you do for a living. 100%. But it's almost, it's, it's getting up there, brother. I can't, I can't help it because you sound so good when you sing, man. No, I, I, don't, get, I don't get tired of it. I think I do get uh, annoyed when people are just like, hey, can you, can you sing me? Can, can you, you sing for me? Can yeah. you sing? I'm like, what is this, man? Right. Like you're a parent. Like you got, feeling, you got feelings too, you know? Like, like, come on, man. Got to be, gotta be in the right hey, mood. My, my name's Jordan. Nice to meet you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, he doesn't sing on call, you know like, what I'm saying? Right. Uh, I'm not a professional singer. Yes. No. Well, like, you, if I was a professional singer, it'd be a different, right. different story. Well, then you could I, charge I probably would sing yeah. then, you know? Probably, nah. would, nah, probably wouldn't. I probably nah. wouldn't sing. But I'm just saying, you know, like, I think when people aren't respectful, like, oh, can you, can you just sing something from a – I'm like, nah, not on command. Like, come yes. on, man. Come on. And listen, I've, I've, I've been around you a few times, and you're, you're obviously gracious with, with your time and with the fans. So we, we totally understand that. I, I just often wonder that myself. Like, right, I'm right. like, man, I know that has to be a little it's like tiresome when people, uh, after a while. It's like when people yell Ike juice at Ike all day, you know? Like, you can only, you can only hear <laughs> or, it so many or times. Or they're asking about Jalen or the Eagles yes, or yeah. something. Yes, yeah. that, that tends to get there. Um, but the Christmas album with you guys is a big hit with everyone so congratulations on thank that. you thank you sold yeah. out quick too man, yeah. appreciate, yeah. appreciate everybody yeah. who purchased the copy yeah. all the yeah. proceeds going to charity, charity. Yeah. nice appreciate so, that so let me ask you this and then we'll move on from that will there be any albums in the future um yeah i'm going to use the uh the, the plant analogy here uh well not really <laughs> just gonna just gonna focus on this week I'm not making any plans to release any albums yet yeah. i uh Believe it or not, my day job pays me more. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure it does, <laughs> pays yes. Me, pays me more, so I'm going to focus on my day job and just leave uh, singing on the side hustle. Okay. Um, you know, turn the volume down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Well, i tell you what, it's got to feel good to know that if something were to ever happen, you do have something you can fall back on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if, I, if I'd be singing. I don't know. We'll see. No, listen, Jordan, have you heard some of these singers out here today? I mean, you don't even use auto-tune, I was going to say, they're all auto-tune anyway. <laughs> yeah. Uh, auto-tune is the way to go now. It is, especially for a lot of rappers. Um, okay, back to football, to the business at hand. Good win yesterday, big game coming up this weekend. So we talked about Jalen getting banged up. We don't know whether or not he's going to play or he's not going to play. I'll just ask you because you got a chance to play with Gardner last year, right? Mm-hmm. In the uh, the Jets game, I believe it was. Yep. Um, feel same level of confidence 
in, in Gardner. We don't get to see him as much. We haven't seen him since mm-hmm. the preseason, really. Um, and he could get extensive action. Feel just as good with, with him back there if he has to play quarterback? 100%. He's a hungry dog, man. He's a hungry dog, and that's why they kept him in the QB room. And, uh, you know, he's been literally just working his, his behind. Uh, working, see, this, this, working on the swearing things. Yeah, really it's well okay. For me. I hear you. He's been working his ass off. Oh, shit. Well, uh, he's, he's been working really hard behind the scenes. <laughs> you know, like you said, nobody's really seen him. But he's, I promise you this, man. He gives 120% effort every day, um, and whether it be blitz meetings, uh, offensive installs, uh, and then going out there and practice, and you know, he, he'd be doing the look teams for, for our defense, and they, they give him big roles to play uh, depending on the QB that we're playing that week. You know, he, was, he, was, he was Justin Fields this week, or the week that just passed, and you know, doing the best he can, because he, he can run too now. People forget the stash can run. <laughs> yeah, he can move. The stash can, I mean, can look, run. You know, not as well as Jalen, let's be honest. Oh, he, he, he can move. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, yeah, I know. But, right. you know. How, how do things change, though? Run. I'm just curious. I mean, you obviously had the experience from last year, but mm-hmm. how much does, in your experience, you know, the play calling in terms of what you guys do, or, or do you feel like you can run a lot of the same offense? Yeah, I, I, again, that is that is something that's out of my realm it's of above, expertise. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I don't know. I don't know. Honestly, don't know how to answer that just because like, I don't want to say the S word. It's okay. I don't want to say the S word. We only got like eight more yeah. minutes for you to you know, keep <laughs> it clean for eight more minutes. Yeah, I'm yeah. talking about the, the scheme. Oh, the scheme. The scheme. Oh, oh, right. Well, I don't want to say the scheme, speak, but it's just like. Yeah. Speaking of the S word and I the knew scheme. You were ask me. Yeah. You're playing the Dallas Micah Parsons this week. So, uh, <laughs> wasn't the Chicago. Uh, Micah I didn't even Parsons. think about that. Yeah. yeah. How about that angle? When you're thirteen and one, though, for real. When you're when you're thirteen and one, do little things like that help you to get extra motivated for a game at all? You know, it's rivalry. Let's be honest. He tried to diminish the the starting quarterback of your team. I mean, can that be extra fuel for you? Yeah, but I think I feel like uh, sometimes emotion can you know take you either uh, take you away from executing the play, mm-hmm. and you know if you if you're too emotional about something, then you can't really function. Right. So I think for us. The process this year was focusing not on other teams. It was just focusing on the guys in that locker room, the guys that you play with every day, you know, side by side. And that's what we're focused on this week. It's just, And you're going to hear it from Sirianni. We're just going to be focused on us, making sure that we execute the technique, execute the plays, um, and you know, not worry about the rivalry. Yeah. And that sounds terrible to say, but it's, it's, this is the process that we've been doing all year. Not worrying about the of the rivalry, and just making sure that we take care of business on our end, and that means just focusing on our process. Yeah, not letting our emotions get the best of us because sometimes my emotions, you know, I, I want to, I physically just want to pancake every single, you know, my D lineman I can see. Yeah, you know, and that's, that's just me, but I can't do that. Yeah, you because. Know, would you say you see red when it comes to Jalen sometimes, right? Yeah, when you that's see, what I mean. Yeah. When I see red, I, I, I forget where I am. And that's why, like, you know, we, we focus back on just playing for each other. Yeah. And it's, well, I, thought, I thought you had a great message and handled that situation well uh, last week when you spoke about playing, focusing on the Chicago Bears. I thought Jalen and, and his response and really how he was somewhat irritated, and I can understand why, because it's like sometimes we as the media, we have our own agendas. And 
sometimes that's not lined up with what you all's, your agenda is, which was to play the Chicago Bears and not worry about what somebody on another team that you're not facing is saying because it can cause a distraction. And Jalen brought up, well, you guys didn't ask me about about the the Bears' defense defense and everything, and he was bothered by that because he's like, listen, we're going to play the Chicago Bears' defense. I don't have time to worry about somebody else that we're not facing yet. Exactly. And that's that's the way you want to do it. He brought it up after the game, He did. He said, you know, the two times we haven't asked about a defense, it was Arizona and Chicago. And those were – now you guys won the Chicago game somewhat comfortably, but the Arizona game was closer. Yeah, and that's and that's as a player, as a player, this is where players sort of get a little irritated with us as media members because we want to push our own agenda versus. And I, I know it's not our job to push players' agenda, but we're trying to get our own storylines out there, and we got to respect the players in their process of trying to get prepared for a game each week. So when they get a little snippy or they, yes. they snap, that's the reason why they're doing it. 100%. Because their process is well, not being I'll, respected. I'll ask both of you guys, as someone that currently deals with the media and someone that is in the media slash dealt with the media before, mm-hmm. as a player, I mean, what, were there parts you liked about dealing with the media? What were parts that annoyed you? Was it like post-game when it was you just, you know, you're emotional after a win? I mean, what, what was your guys' experience like with the media? I, I mean, listen, I, I watched Jordan here through his years of being here, and he's been tremendous with dealing with the media, knows the right things to say, is always in supportive of his teammates, doesn't fall for clickbait and things of that nature. And we didn't have to worry about social media when I played. That's the biggest thing with players today, man. Yeah, <laughs> I don't even think they had the yeah. internet when I played. So. Come on, man. The internet <laughs> was there, but there was no social media there. So, and, and because I knew this was a field I wanted to be in, mm-hmm. I, I knew how to sort of massage the media the way I needed to. Um, but some players don't necessarily have the patience to deal with that. I think Jordan does a great job with it. Uh, it again, it just comes down to being you know, the, the core of, of, a, of a human being. Like how, how are you as a person? As long as you are respectful, and I get it, you have a job. This is your job, and contractually we, are, we have to oblige by those, you know, by those rules. So as long as you're respectful about it you know, and, and your questions uh, aren't being repeated, the questions aren't being repeated, or um, you know, you're just not being flat out rude. You know, we can we can see eye to eye. We can have a conversation. Have you found as the playoffs get closer? Um, I mean, I was here in 2017 where they went uh, went to the Super Bowl, and you know, more reporters, more requests throughout the week. It, it, is it as the season has gone on and you're 13 and one and you're close to clinching the top uh, seed? Have you found there's become more distractions that come with that winning outside of the building and with the media? Uh, yeah, I would say so. Um, but the great thing about our building, dude, again, you, you just – I wish you guys could be in the building with us, you know. Well, I'm in the locker room, yeah. Yeah, well, it's not in, the, yeah. be in the meetings and how the process oh, yeah, is. Sure. Yeah, we don't focus on that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we, don't, we don't focus on that, man. As soon as we yeah. get in the building, it's all about us. Yeah. How are we going to win the game this week? And that's See. about how the culture is set up, brother, and, and that's why you guys are 13-1 and one right now so you don't get caught because you don't get caught up with distractions. Got a big game this week with the Dallas Cowboys coming up. Want to wish you luck, man. Want to wish you also a Merry Christmas to you and your family as you guys will be playing on Christmas Eve, uh, Saturday. Elliot, Merry Christmas to yourself as well. Excited. And um, best time of the year. Just wishing you good health and and, uh, continued prosperity, brother. Thank you. Thank you for having me. James, you got anything? E? 
No, I mean, I'm just excited for the Christmas game. Obviously, it, it's set up as a huge one, but I think now you guys just keep winning that, you know, it, it doesn't mean as much. But it should still be exciting and, uh, you know, excited to come to you guys next Monday. All right, everybody. No, no pressure. No Let's pressure. give a round of applause for Eagles left tackle Jordan Mailata in the house. Good luck this weekend. Go beat them Cowboys this weekend. Uh, shout out Dan Wilson, Dave Breitmeyer, my man Taz, ESP. Great job. Tucker Baggy back at the studio. We got Monday Night Football coming up next. Who the hell's playing? Who cares? Stay tuned right here on 94 WIP.